Now we're ready to partake of the broken bread. The bread that uh, does not have leavening in it. Leavening it was a symbol of sin. We've had our sins washed away. We don't want to bring sin back into our life. And of course, Jesus' life was sinless here on this earth. And so it represents the sinless life of Jesus. But he went through an ordeal. The trial he went through being betrayed by one of his own disciples. The trial that he went through. Couldn't find anything wrong with him. And yet they released a known criminal and executed Jesus. And before his execution, they whipped him. And then they made him carry the crossbeam of the cross on his shoulders. Just reading the other day that about the crucifixion, the Roman crucifixion, that crossbeam crossed his shoulders weighed about 150 pounds. When your strength is almost gone from being whipped, you have to carry 150 pounds on your shoulders, carry it through the streets. That's not easy to do. No wonder he stumbled and fell. But he was willing to go through all of that just for you and me. So I'm going to ask the deacons and the elders to kneel as Paul has a prayer for the bread, the symbol of the broken body of Christ. The rest of you remain seated as we pray together. Our Father in heaven, we, we stand in awe as we contemplate the majesty of the universe coming to this dark, sin-filled world to take on human, sinful flesh and die the death that was ours. As we take part of this bread in this communion service this morning, help us to realize the price that was paid for our salvation and our eternal life. We will praise him throughout the ceaseless ages of eternity for his generous gift to us. May your blessing attend this bread as we partake of it. May it become part of our body and may Christ become all in all to us. May he live in us and we in him. I pray in Jesus' name. Amen.
I'm sure that night in the upper room, the disciples, when Jesus had the bread, didn't really think too much of what was going on because this was the usual custom in part of their Passover service. But Jesus took it and he broke it. He gave thanks over the bread. And then he said something strange. He says, this is my body which was broken for you. They didn't know what it meant until a little later. Then it dawned on them what it meant. We know what it means. Jesus gives it to us after it's been broken. And he says to take it and to eat all of it in remembrance of him. remember the very first sin that ever happened in this earth when Eve took of the forbidden fruit that God told her not to eat she ate it and she gave it to her husband and as soon as they ate that forbidden fruit they looked at each other and something was different they were naked as I was reading that article about the crucifixion of Jesus they said it was customary at the time for great humiliation to take the clothes of the individuals and strip it from them until they were naked and then hung them on a cross. To think that Jesus took our nakedness upon himself and went to the cross and was nailed to the cross and died. And he did it because he loved us. So I'm going to ask again Gary as our elder to pray, the deacons will kneel, the elders will kneel, the rest of you remain seated as we partake of this symbol of his shed blood that he was willing to do for you and for me. Shall we pray? Our loving, gracious Father. We thank Thee for the goodness and mercy, for the gift of Thy Son, for His shed blood on our behalf. We ask that as we accept this emblem of the shed blood, that it will become part of our life, our bodies, our characters, we want thy spirit to dwell within us, to cover us with thy righteousness, that we can radiate thy goodness and mercy, work in and through thy church to this end, we ask, and we pray it all in Christ's name. Amen.
Jesus went to the cross. He could have made a case for himself. Maybe they had a Supreme Court in the Roman court system, I don't know. He could have appealed, but he didn't. He willingly went. And at one point on that cross, he said, it is finished. And he gave up his spirit and died. And it was the only way that we might have life. The disciples wanted him to set up his kingdom right then and there. They didn't want him to die. And if he had set up his kingdom right at that point, we would all have died. There's no other way for salvation except through the shed blood of Jesus. And so he took the cup so that we could remember that. He gave thanks. He gave it to his disciples. And he said, drink ye all of it in remembrance of him. That was the most unusual Passover service the disciples had ever sat in. Didn't go quite like what they had planned. From right then on through the whole thing, nothing went as it planned. They left the upper room. They went to the Garden of Gethsemane. And as they were leaving, they sang a hymn. We want to sing a hymn as well, too. So if you take your hymnals and turn to 620 on Jordan's stormy banks. Is it? I'm looking at Sabbath school. 317, I'm sorry. Lead me to Calvary. 317. Let's remain seated as we sing this song together. 317, the first stanza only. same spirit lead and guide you through this week through the rest of the time that we have on this earth and to make us new and alive in Jesus at his second coming is our prayer in his name Amen. amen